You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, Rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. Hello and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for the Star Wars The Clone Wars episode on the wings of Kiridax. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, my faithful co-pilot, Matt the Crankster Cranky. Yo, what's going on? Ooh, sorry, jeez, I'm watching The Clone Wars here. Hey, good, to be <laughs> good to be back at Clone Wars. Uh, and this, today, what, Mike, this, is, uh, this episode reminded me of... Uh, I don't know, just kind of like some old school Clone Wars with with Anakin and the clones, most notably the Bad Batch, just kind of tearing it up, you know. You know, all action. Yeah, you know how how that first episode back, I said like everybody settle down. Mm-hmm. Like if we all act like we're cranked to eleven right now, then we don't have anywhere to go from here. <laughs> Um, so I was trying to kind of like temper everybody and go like, just bring it, just bring it, bring it back in a little bit. <laughs> this episode, this episode was an 11 for me. I, it, and it's weird cause I actually started to notice a bit of discourse online where like, there's some yeah. people complaining about the clone horse right now. What? And I got, I, 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 I ruffled a few feathers by basically saying like, Hey, if you're, if you're out there crapping all over the clone wars, then uh, look, hey, I don't think you're a Star Wars fan. And I don't mean that to say, like, you're not allowed to like Star no, Wars. Right, right. But, like, there's a... We've talked about this in the past. There's a big difference between liking three movies in a franchise. I know that that used to be all that the franchise was. But it's so much bigger now. If all you like is three movies and there, and and a bunch of books from 15, 20 years ago... There's so much more yeah. <laughs> now, and if you are out there saying that the Clone Wars isn't phenomenal, you can just like it. You don't have to think that it's it's phenomenal. You don't have to agree with us and think like, oh, this is like the best thing ever. But like, honestly, the action in this episode was better than most of the action in the in the movies from the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um and I like I'll include the prequels in that. Like that battle scene, especially the part where they're where they're fighting the the uh Octopatara droid. Yeah. And Anakin mm-hmm. like Wrecker's uh-huh. tossing him up and Anakin's flying around and he's doing flips and like that whole thing it, it the beginning of the episode, I was like, "Ah, whatever," right? It, it was like we're just continuing from the last episode. It's like, "Oh, we're trapped. Why are they going to get out of this?" It was cool. I like the way that they got out through the through the thing, um, that little portal thing. Uh, and I like that the door is like the same type of door that's on the Millennium Falcon. That it was the same type of like it's like that that um, like circle door with like right. the the triangles like the, the sort of shark fin shaped yeah um that that kind of twirl to open up yeah. it's the same yeah. thing that was in um rogue one 
there was a door like that that was like opening and closing that they had to like time it to get through right um that was like just an unnecessary raising the stakes of like there's a door that just will chop you in half um i don't know what the function of this is but that's fine um they got they get out of there all that stuff it wasn't until they get to they get to the village and Anakin is like you have to warn them like we've, we've they're they're probably following us or whatever, and then the the there's the moment of like the the droids showing up and then everybody banding together and I like literally out loud watching the episode went now that's Clone Wars because mm, it was like that moment of like oh okay so we got a primitive species we got battle droids on the attack we got a jedi and we got some badass clone troopers and and they're all gonna band together to fight these droids um and we're gonna see some really cool stuff and that's exactly what we got and like i i can't imagine i have such a hard time understanding how anybody could watch what i watched and go eh not for me you know what i mean like i just have such a hard time with that because it was so well done um the choreography what of it was amazing loved it the the cinematography was like we we talked about this last week and 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 joel aaron talked about in in the clone wars download last week that they've got these new lenses that they developed for the other shows that they've brought back into the clone wars and that's what's given it this much more cinematic feel even though like the clone wars felt cinematic before but there is something about the way that they're shooting this season that is just another level like it just cranks it up to another level entirely and and this action sequence was just like the the epitome of that it they they just they did such a good job so Mm. i basically like i tweeted on my own account like i like for my money like this this the animated stuff like this stuff is better than most of the stuff in the movies (laughs) uh and and you know a couple people were kind of like huh but uh but most people are like i got got a few few likes a couple of retweets sort of thing Mm -hmm. um but then I, uh, I I commented on somebody else's um, uh, Twitter post. I I think I think Tracy is mean. I think that's her. That's her. I don't know if that's her actual user, like her Twitter um, handle or whatever. But uh, I yeah, like I I she had commented like I can't believe that there are people out there saying that that like the like you you're complaining about the clone wars like yeah. like a month ago we every, the whole fandom was like oh man you know what at least we got the clone wars coming up no one's going to be divided about that right like oh. <laughs> but this i don't i we talk about it so much and i know that maybe it can be a little bit annoying, but um, it's so frustrating to me. I find it so incredibly frustrating that there's this weird vocal minority that just all they do is complain about Star Wars when... I mean, like, as far as I can tell, Star Wars is better than it's ever been. And and it's just like it, it, it just blows me away. Like, it's just unfathomable, unfathomable to me that somebody could look at these three episodes of Clone Wars that we've gotten and not be satisfied. If you don't like the animated stuff at all, that's fine. I don't know why you're bothering to watch. Like, I don't know why. Like, you, your opinion in on this subject is irrelevant to me because you don't, you just don't like it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because cartoons are for babies or whatever, whatever your your thought process is on that. Um, which obviously we we think is dumb. That's a dumb 
stance to take because cartoons are awesome. Um, whether it's Clone Wars or it's uh, I I. I don't know, like Voltron, Legendary Defender, or it's <laughs> like even like a lot of the stuff that I watch with with Kara and Cassie, and like I, I we've been watching on Disney Plus a show called Bluey that's definitely for like preschool age um, young kids, but uh, but the animation is phenomenal and it's actually really funny and people people just I feel like they kind of miss out on so much great stuff. Because they have decided at some point that they're too grown up or they're too cool or um, or whatever it is for a specific medium, which is just like, I just don't get that. <laughs> but it feels to me a lot like these complaints aren't real. You know what I mean? Like, like they either... These people don't actually feel this way, and they're just doing this for clicks and attention. Mm-hmm. It's always an account. It is always an account with five followers and no profile picture. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right, right. Like, yeah. and 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 it's just retweeted a bunch of of like like ultra conservative nonsense. You, you know, like like I I because I like. I don't have a problem with conservative politics. Like if you are conservative, that's fine. If you're, if you're right wing, but it's like the, like the sort of like, like, um, uh, who's it, who is the dude that was like the, the, um, uh, conspiracy nut was it Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Like that sort of thing. Right. Where it's like, this isn't even like, that's not even really right wing or left wing. It's just a crazy person. Out there, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. just going nuts on the internet. Right. Yeah. Um, it's always that like it's it and 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 so I, I kind of default to like I don't think these are real accounts. I think that either these are troll accounts or or uh, we've talked about it before. Like these are fake Russian bot accounts that just like sow discord in the United States in order to 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 mess with with the U.S. Because. Um, as long as everybody is kind of separated, it's much easier to to manipulate things, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes me sound like a conspiracy nut, but <laughs> I I but it's just like I say that because my brain has such a hard time really like reconciling where some of these people are at and <laughs> and the sort of things that they say, um, particularly about Star Wars. Uh, and like, it's just, it's a, it's a, the thing that you love is designed for kids. It, it is also designed for the kid in all of us. And that's why you and I are able to say as adults, um, get so much enjoyment out of it. But it's so like there's like this disingenuous belief. It's like when people say that what they want to see from Star Wars is they want to see R-rated whatever from Star Wars, right? They want it to really like get dark and gritty and it's like I like I, why? I don't understand that. That's not what Star Wars is. Right. Um, Didn't have never had to do that, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that we can't that we can't go into some weird places like like they did um they did those like those. I think there was a couple of novels that were kind of horror-ish, where there were like right. zombie stormtroopers. And right. obviously, when we get into the Dathomir stuff, we get into some more of like the magic and and horror elements of Star Wars. I think Star Wars is versatile, and it can it can cover all of these different genres under under one title. And that's I think that's one of its greatest strengths, like the ability to take the Western and the samurai movie and science fiction and uh, fantasy and all of this stuff, wrap it all together into one thing. And and then and then give us a world, a galaxy to explore uh, that that, you know, like there are rules, but there are also untouched corners of the galaxy all the time. Right. Like like there's always something else out there to, to discover in star Wars. And I love that, but I hope that the tone always maintains that same childlike 
wonderment, right? Mm. The the and this episode is such a great example of that. Like when we had these two episodes. First one, we fight regular battle droids. Second one, we've got these security battle droids, these uh, D-wing droids, and and it's like, what is up with this weird design? Why do they have those things on their backs? What like they're not doing anything with them? What is up with that? And then in this yeah. episode, they jump yeah. onto the Kiradax, they're flying off, and then the battle droids jump off and have wings. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Star Wars, because at first I was like, yeah. that's silly. And then I was like, nope, that's Star Wars. That's what we're here for. The battle droids that's have wings. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and it leads to some cool stuff, right? So, like, yeah. that's kind of what it's all about. That's, what, that's, what, that's why we're here. That's why we like Star Wars. Star Wars is a little bit weird. It's a little bit silly. It's a little bit cute. It's a little bit fun. And, and um, it should be all of these things kind of in equal measure and balanced for the moment for for whatever the story is or like a couple weeks ago because i was getting hyped about the clone wars coming back wanted to jump in and watch some clone wars with kara so i put on the gathering and we watched the four episodes with the the younglings the whole the whole youngling oh yeah yeah and she why i tried to watch some clone wars with her before and she was kind of like she likes ahsoka but she doesn't she's not really into it but we watched this arc about these kids and she was all over it and i was like right back into it and i was like yes this is so good these uh, a lot of these characters that they created for that arc were awesome um uh hu yang the 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 lightsaber uh mm-hmm. instructor yeah. battle uh, not battle droid but just jedi droid um is such a cool character i hope we get to see him in the high republic but it was just really interesting to jump back into that stuff and to remember sort of like, cause I think we think when we think about what the clone wars was, we think of, um, we think of the Mandalorian stuff and we think of, of, uh, 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 oh, what's that? What's the, is it Umbara? Yeah. yeah the Umbara arc, arc yeah. with, with Pong Krell, Pong right? Krell. Yeah. Yeah. Like we think of, and we think of, of, fives and echo and and all of this stuff like the the clone troopers um and 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 the conspiracy and and whatever in ahsoka but there are also these other just like smaller stories within the clone wars that do some weird things and sometimes it's awesome like the the youngling arc and then immediately after that arc is the droid arc which tries to do a very similar thing and and from for me it didn't work but I totally understand that other people actually really love that arc. Mm. Like, like they, they love, I, 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 Colonel Gas. Is it Mieber Gascon? Mieber Gascon. Yeah. 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 I, I, they, like, they love that character. They love all of the different droids coming together. Like they, they really dig that stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to begrudge anybody that it's, it is not my jam. I found those episodes kind of, um, uninteresting and and i don't know i should probably go back and rewatch them and see how i feel now but um they're pretty rough but yeah but yeah like at the time (laughs) i remember we were we were both kind of scratching our heads like what what is what is this whole thing um but yeah like like that it's a great example of like star wars getting weird it gets weird It, it it's supposed to um and droid singing at one point remember yeah and and the clone wars is such a great example of it and and the animation it 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 lends itself to that weirdness um but and without it we wouldn't have characters like hondo onaka who's one of the best characters in star wars we wouldn't have uh, ahsoka tano who is arguably one of the like top 10 characters in the entire saga right like her story has been incredible and it's not even done yet like there's still so much to to tell with with her story both with this clone wars stuff and then the stuff between clone wars and star wars rebels uh and uh, and obviously the stuff after rebels so i just i i don't know i i the 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 animated stuff clone wars and rebels in particular has given us so much content um, and so many great characters and memorable moments. I just can't understand 
that how there could be people out there who are upset or disappointed with what we're getting so far. And it's yeah. like, and and yeah. and well, like to bring it back to my point, my original point at the beginning of like like sort of like bring your expectations back down. These episodes should be somewhere around a solid 8 to maybe capping out like at a 9. Mm-hmm. Because they're saving the best stuff for last. The <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the Siege of Mandalore is going to be one of the best arcs in all of Clone Wars. And it's going to be the thing that we end on. Ahsoka and Rex are going to be the thing that we end on. Um, so everybody everybody just kind of like... Like, just like keep your expectations in check, right? Because um, here's the thing. The next arc after this one is gonna be the one about Ahsoka uh, mm-hmm. uh, on Coruscant immediately right. after, sort of like after after leaving leaving the Jedi. Not immediately, but like soon after leaving the Jedi Order and her figuring out how that how she's gonna navigate that. It's going to be very character centric, and it's it, there will be action in it for sure. But it's not gonna be. Jedi facing down battalions of battle droids. It's it's going to be a more personal story and it's going to be a personal story about a female character with hopefully a female perspective. Um and and we're going to we're going to sort of experience what her life has been like. Um and these friends that she's making along the way. And that's going to be something else. Like that's going to be something different from from I think what pe- what a lot of people want. I think a lot of people want just battle scenes, um, but uh, we yeah, got that this one. That's we definitely got that this week. So like, but <laughs> yeah. like, it's just we sh- we should be grateful that we're getting the final season of Clone Wars. That that anybody is out there complaining is just frustrating yeah. to me. It's just annoying. No, it's and a lot of times I just I'm pretty good about you know just moving on when I I read stuff like that. Um, I'm getting good about just like waving it away. Like, okay, it's, I'm not gonna let that bother me. But yeah, this is kind of the stuff I mentioned when we started the season. It's just like it just feels so good to have this back and these characters that I love so much back and this time frame. Um, it's just like it's it, this is like the Star Wars. This is like the meat for me. This is the stuff that really uh, that really gets me going. I just love and this episode was just one, like I said earlier, one of these where it's just like Anakin doing his thing. We get to see some new stuff from him. You mentioned Mike, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, just all in all, just a, I just had a blast watching this episode. And you know, it's funny you were talking about uh, introducing character. My older son uh, has been doing like a, a full on. He's trying to pump through these things because he wants to catch up to seven. And he's on like season three right now. He's he's getting into it now and starting to ask questions. And it's kind of neat to see him kind of experience it for the first time. And hmm. you know, and, and seeing characters like Anakin. He just got through with the. Um, Mortis arc, and he was just like his mind was blown. He's like, dude, what the heck is? I like had to kind of explain what the Mortis arc was and what was going on. It's just, it's really, it's really uh, blowing him away a little bit. So that's kind of neat to see that. But uh, yeah, before we get into this one though, um, we like to talk about news, but there's not anything going on. The only thing <laughs> no we news. mentioned is that you know everybody knows that um, Digital Tross, the Rise of Skywalker, is coming out next week, and there's going to be some. Uh, the stuff that I love as far as these releases is these extra features and, and uh, you know, these – and it's starting to leak online too. I'm seeing a couple things leak online about little little snippets of behind-the-scenes stuff that I just – I just eat that stuff up. Like, I just love that stuff. Watching, you know, uh, this last one I just watched was Kylo Ren and uh, looks like um, – one of these ladies who did the uh, some of the fight choreography, mm-hmm. they were kind of having a. She was talking about Adam, and Adam was talking about what he liked, and it was a really interesting little snippet of how they kind of worked on some of the fights. So I just love that stuff. So I can't wait for Tuesday. But uh, anything else going? Not really, right? Uh, no, I mean, like, so so Tuesday is is uh, digital, and digital, yeah. it's also um, it's also the novelization. Same oh, day. Oh right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna. So, so usually I buy the digital and then I also buy a physical copy. But I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna make the effort and 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 make the trip down to to the states, um, 
despite all of the the uh, concern and craziness going on right now um i'm gonna travel across the border and uh, i head down to target to pick up the target one um oh, the okay. the target uh, exclusive edition um i so i think i might hold off but the other part of that is that like when i buy the american ones the american digital codes don't work uh, oh, wow, for really? me so um yeah like i think i've got a rogue one code and uh and i and and i don't think that i've given that away to anybody yet <laughs> maybe if somebody oh hits gosh. me up um yeah. Uh, cause it's just sitting there. I, I, but yeah, like, uh, so I don't know, maybe I will pick it up on digital like I have with the other ones, but I don't know. I know it's going to be hard. Know. It's hard to wait, you know, cause you know, it's going to be on digital so you can watch the darn thing. And it's like, oh, you're trying to wait for the physical disc, but uh, I can't wait. So I'm just going to buy the stinky thing on digital. And then, well, yeah. I, I like to have it in a format that I can take with me. Right. But yeah, then I also sure, have sure. to have the physical one. Like, yeah. here's a really great example. I have The Force Awakens on digital, and it's also now for a long time it was on Netflix in Canada, and and uh, and it's now on Disney Plus. So I have multiple ways that I can watch it. Yeah. Um, I have the 3D collector's edition of The Force Awakens. I have never once put those discs any any of those discs into a player. Mm. Um. Yeah. Because why? Why would I? <laughs> what, yeah. what? What? What for? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's a, I, I I buy the physical copies just to buy them. Um, I've been waiting on on like like because I buy the digital ones, I can wait to get the physical copies. I still don't have a physical copy of Solo. Um, I am gonna get now that that the um, that new box art the, where it's like where all of the box art is the same. Right, where it's like that black box, and then they all kind of they're all kind of color coded. Um, that that box art they're finally releasing solo in 4K with that box art, so I'll get solo in 4K now because there's a version that I want, but they there really wasn't a collector's edition that I liked. Mm. Um, so I so I just I just waited because I could I can watch it in other ways, I can watch the movie. That's not that's not the thing. It's like, I want something that looks nice on my shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. something that I can, that I can display. Right. So yeah. for me, it's like, that's what, that's what the, the physical copy is about. It's not about like, Oh, now I have the movie. So when I buy the digital copy, I'm buying, I'm buying the movie to watch because the digital is so much easier. I don't have to open up a sleeve and be careful and whatever and not worry about scratching it worry about the yeah. one of the kids popping it out and doing something right yeah. um we can just yeah. we can just although disney plus has a glitch in canada i think because because obviously french is our second language here uh and when you go to watch star wars uh any of the star wars movies on disney plus and i actually noticed this with sword and stone the other day as well um, you get the French version. It's English dialogue, but the video is French, uh, which you might be asking yourself, how can the video be French? Well, there's a lot of text at the beginning of a Star Wars movie, guys. Uh, and it comes up and it it all in French and it make me mad <laughs> uh, because I because Kara can't read yet. Right. So yeah. when the crawl comes up. I generally read it to her. We went to watch A New Hope, and the crawl comes up, and it's all in French. And I'm like, my French is okay, but it's not that good. <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's okay. My French is I wouldn't die in Quebec or or France. I I but but you know like I can't I couldn't I could order a cheese omelet, but I don't like cheese omelets. So. You know, like, yeah. like I want the English version, please. Now that's that's Disney in Plus. The fix Canadian, it. Canadian, yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say that's wow, interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's a that's a trip. Um, yeah, we don't have that issue, but uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 as far as the the movies, though, yeah, I, I, it's like for, I gotta have them right away because I'm I'm gonna watch it probably Tuesday night or or Wednesday. Oh yeah, and then, and then you know just kind of go through the the special features and then decide on the on a disc to get possibly there. But you're so right though, you know it's like 
I can't remember the last time I even put a disc in. Now, especially now with Disney Plus and, and they're in all everything's in 4K. Although I'm, I, I get it that you know the 4K uh, disc version is probably going to be a little bit better, but is it that much different where you're going to actually pull it out of the case, like you said, put it in and turn on the machine and wait and queue it yeah. all up and all that kind of stuff? No, probably not. You just <laughs> turn on Disney Plus and, and go and and. You know, it's it's crazy. Like the, um, I remember my kids. You know, all these Disney movies that we had on DVD. It's like they're all covered in like sticky stuff. You know, because they used to put them in. You know, and take them out. And, you know, they're eating chips and Cheetos, and it's kind of it's kind of funny that you mentioned that about you know getting the disc messed up because man, yeah. I, I kind of lived through that. So I love the digital medium, man. It's like you said, you could take it everywhere. You can watch it wherever you want. Exactly. Uh, I don't know anything else before we jump in. No, I think that's it. We're just going to take a quick break for ads and then uh, and then we're going to jump into the episode. I was hoping for Kenobi. Why are you here? They call themselves the Bad Batch. Your nobility is a weakness. I don't have such weaknesses. War does not come with a guarantee. No soldier gets the promise of safety. Soon, the galaxy will be remade. Hello, Master. It's been a while. Now it's time for the Clone Wars recap. So, yes, sir! Okay, awesome. Uh, well, that, that's perfect. We're like at exactly half an hour. Um, I, On the Wings of Kiridax, directed by Bosco Ng and uh, written by Brent Friedman and Matt Mishnovitz. I, I, again, I'm going to comment on the fact that like th- some of these names. <laughs> yeah. Bosco Ng, he directed a lot of episodes of Star Wars Resistance. So interesting what has happened there. Uh, the the <laughs> difference in it, the difference in tone, the difference in everything. There was there's a clear directive for resistance to be what it was. Um, I but hopefully whatever they're doing next can be a return to form. I I I so that we you know just to make us happy. I it's, I'm not saying that again. Resistance isn't bad. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, right. But uh, yeah, this episode. So it's it, my point there, just being th- like these these directors are fantastic directors. So it's yeah. it's it's silly that mm-hmm. uh, that those episodes were as frustrating as, as they were. But uh, <laughs> yeah. cool, I will jump in here at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, while Rex has found his old friend Echo alive on Skako Minor, uh, the Republic heroes find themselves pinned by Wat Tembor's forces. Uh, I'll just read this next one because it'll go together. We'll talk about it, Mike. Uh, Though it took some time, tech finally disconnects Echo from the Techno Union mainframe. Rex, I got a big headache, the clone says with a laugh. As Tambor's decimator droid closes in, the clones and Anakin look to escape uh, an air vent, uh, through the air vent, in the ceiling. So uh, this beginning, Mike, um, this, uh, you know, the last episode obviously ended with a bit of a, a horror show. We kind of talked about that with Echo, and he's kind of like half man, uh, half, uh, you know, kind of robot now and hooked up to the wires and all the crazy torture stuff. Uh, they get him out, and um, this, this, uh, they, they, we just jump right into the fight, right? It's just like they're battling. Anakin's doing his thing. The clones are, are doing their thing. Uh, and Anakin talks about, like, hey, we're on our own. Like, there's going to be – yeah, someone asked – I think it's Echo – not Echo, but uh, Rex. I think he asked for like an extraction. You know, we're going to get an extraction once we're done with Echo. It's like, nope. Yeah. We're on this thing on our own. So they so they unplug Echo. And, you know, obviously I got shades of uh, – I didn't watch the behind-the-scenes um, reel that they do for these, but I definitely got a vibe. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this, uh, like a Matrix Frankenstein type of vibe with with echo as far as you know the the way the the hoses were hooked up to him and then like the bolts in the neck it's like a kind of a little mix there of uh 
of, of two genres there. What do you, any, any thoughts on that, Mike? Yeah, they, they did talk a little bit that it was like kind of inspired by, um, okay. by sort of the 1930s uh, because oh, that's such a heavy influence in star Wars already. Right. So it was like a lot of the visuals there were kind of inspired by, by, yeah, like sci-fi from that, that okay. era. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely, definitely, especially just that one scene where he's pulling the stuff out of his head, like, whoa, that kind of was pretty crazy there. But, uh, uh, yeah, and just this, the stuff with the, with this clone force, I, man, I'm, I'm hoping that they come out with some, with with these figures or some, in some way, whether it's six Mm -hmm. inch or, I mean, these are some fantastic characters and, you know, fantastic looking characters as well. So, uh, like I said, jumped into the fight. Wrecker shows his, uh, I, I don't know exactly to the, I guess we are, they, they escape through the ceiling and, and Wrecker throws the clones up there. And as soon as he threw that first one, I don't know if you had this thought, as soon as he threw that first one, I go, oh man, what is he going to do with Anakin? Because Anakin's not going to let him throw him. He's going to, is he going to use the force? And sure enough, that's exactly I like they're reading my mind who are you know yeah. who, who wrote this is Brent Freeman and Matt they they kind of read my mind when I'm like Anakin's gonna use the force he's got to right because he's there's no way he's just too proud of dude to let somebody throw him up there and sure enough that's what it was but uh uh, what do you think, Mike? Pretty, pretty fun stuff. Yeah, I love this, 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 uh, this moment. There's some really fun stuff, like with the when uh, I, after they've kind of escaped, and then Watt Tambor's like looking through, and uh, I, 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 oh, it, I guess that's this next part here. I'll just read this part, yeah, yeah, and then we'll yeah. talk about it. The last to depart, Wrecker leaves a gift for the Separatists. I'm putting an end to Tambor's little science experiment, he says, tossing detonators onto the system controls. Anakin lifts Wrecker into the vent, and the console goes up in a fiery explosion. There's that great moment of of Watt Tambor looking through the porthole, and uh, and and seeing it just as it's about to explode. Um, and uh, yeah, I I I I thoroughly enjoyed um, uh, that that opening. Um, but it's like the episode cranks up from here. It gets oh, it gets better and better. I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And and there was a there was actually if you've seen you know the animatic version, there was a scene that they cut out that was actually very. Uh, it was pretty intense. It was with the decimator droid, uh, basically showing what could it, what it could do to it, it. It hits one of the pole darks and it kind of melts them. Uh, pretty <laughs> pretty rough. I mean, you're talking PG thirteen, uh, kind of kind of stuff here i don't know do you did you ever see that, that i never i never watched the animatics oh okay yeah. okay so you're, you're blind. okay yeah i know this sometimes i'll just get just to go back and see was there any difference and that was one of the differences they kind of left that scene out. and i can understand why that was it was again pretty intense even in an animatic form it was like whoa pretty crazy uh, but we'll continue echo leads the group to the only way out a narrow pipe connecting two buildings with a landing platform on the other side Below them is a giant uh, is giant nothingness, but the heroes don't go uh, get far as Tambor's security droids surround them. Running out of options, Tech has an idea. So, uh, again, you know, nowhere to go. They head out on this little, you know, they're kind of walking. It's, it's a long way down, and then here's Wrecker again. I love just the way they throw in just a little bit of comedy here and there. It's Wrecker is like, I'm not gonna look down. I'm not gonna look. And, you know the classic trope is like, okay. I look down. You know? Yeah. And and it's like oh, oh boy, here we go. But the plan, my tech has a plan, and and uh, he's able to use his tech again to help save him with the um, uh, with the Kira darks, right? Yeah. He he kind of he kind of I, I I don't know like like simulates their call, right? It's a the funny thing about these guys is that um, they've got all this gear and they all have different abilities and they're all just right. it's ju- they're just four Deus Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. So I'll say like as much as I really enjoyed this episode and I've enjoyed this arc, there's no stakes, right? Because we know Anakin's sure. gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really care that much about the Poltex. <laughs> like I like. I do, but I don't like, like, no, it's not, no, it's not it. like we have a, a, a personal connection to any of these Poltec characters. So I like, 
And then, and then with Bad Batch themselves, it's like I'm not really that invested. In, like the thing that I'm the most focused on, I think, is the 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 Rex and Echo stuff. Um, like that's sort of oh, the yeah. the yeah. the heart of of this storyline. But it's just funny because like anytime they're in any situation, it's a little bit like, well, how are they going to get out of this? And they've just got it's like. Um, it's like 1966 Batman, right? Like in in the Batman movie when when uh, the shark leaps out of the water, and Batman reaches down on his utility belt, and he just happens to have a can of <laughs> shark yeah. repellent, bat yeah. shark repellent, <laughs> and it's like obviously wow, back in the day, convenient. like that it, people yeah. people who go like, oh, that stuff was so dumb. It's like no, no, no. Those were gags. Those were jokes. That was that was silly. It wasn't meant to be like. It, that Batman is not the current Batman, it, it, and but like, I get the same kind of vibe with the Bad Batch of like every time it's like, oh no, it it caught Anakin. That's okay. I I I, which one's the sharpshooter? What's his name? Uh, that is Crosshair. Crosshair, yeah. Crosshair's yeah. like it's okay. I got it, and he's he just happens to have an attachment for his for his rifle that shoots out a thing <laughs> so that they yeah. can zip line or whatever whatever you want to call it um along with it right like they just they seem to have a gadget for everything so i uh tex got a gadget where he can simulate the call of the kiradax from like having heard their noises for all of two seconds earlier um (laughs) in the mission but that's fine whatever uh because they show up and then we get some awesome uh uh, flying on the backs of weird dragon bats so <laughs> dinosaurs of Star Wars. You know, I, I forgot to mention too, like, you know, they get led out to that area or the top of those pipes or whatever you want to call it by Echo. And the thing was, um, the Techno Union, they had access obviously to 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 Echo and his memory and all that. Well he even says, Hey, you know, they had access to me, but I had access to them. You know, I got into their database, I got their plans, their inventory, mm-hmm. their schematics. So that kind of gives you uh, an idea of, of how he was able to use what he, I guess in a bad situation, he was able to retain some of that stuff, like you said there, and, and that's how they got out there. So uh, let's see where we're going. Oh, actually, go ahead, Mike. I think it's your turn. Uh, yeah. Uh, he had recorded the distress call of the native Poltex flying creatures, the Kiradax. The clever clone plays the sound, and soon a swarm of the beasts appear. The heroes jump onto their backs and make their escape. Yes, and following them is... Uh, now, are this the same droids, or are this a, is this a new class? Because I, I want to say I heard something about a D-something D droid, the ones that fly. Yeah, um, D-wing. D-wing. So that's D-wing different from droids. the ones that, were, that they were battling inside. I don't think so. I think they're the same. same? I think they're meant to be the same. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, The clones and Anakin return to the Poltec village when a pursuing droid attacks. The Poltec chief becomes angry, claiming that the Republic brought the war to his world. Rex agrees, but presents the mechanized Echo as proof that the Techno Union is not neutral. They choose size, he says, and so must the Poltecs. Meanwhile, Tambor sends reinforcements to recover uh, his experiment. And just the one thing I just, I, I kind of loved about this was, was Rex gives this um, desperate but effective plea uh, to the Poltex. Um, and it was, you know, you just kind of feel for him for a second there. He's like, Anakin's trying to co- communicate with him a little bit, but Rex mm-hmm. kind of steps in and goes like, hey, listen, look what they did to my friend here. These are bad dudes. Help us out, you know. They, he even says, you know, they they stripped him of his humanity. Look what they did to him. So, uh, kind of a nice little butt in by by Rex to uh, take over and kind of persuade the Poltex to help them out. So, uh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I go to the next page. Uh, the Separatist droids soon arrive, and both the Republic and Poltec forces meet them head on. The fighting is intense, but the clones, Anakin, and native soldiers stand their ground. Yeah, and this you mentioned this earlier about these scenes, these fighting scenes, and, and I just have to reiterate that because that was something I mentioned in the last episode. The stuff that they're doing now with, like I said, with these camera angles and they're following like a specific character um, as for a few seconds as he does some kind of move and then it kind of pans over and it's so fluid and the action is fun. And you talked about Anakin. Yeah, there's no stakes. Like, I agree with you. There's no stakes. 
with, you know, you know, Anakin. But the thing that I love is you're seeing kind of like Anakin using his power in different ways and uh, using the force in different ways, maybe sometimes that we haven't seen before. And that's it's like the, I love seeing stuff like that, you know, like he's fighting um, those, those, those uh, Walker things that we saw in Attack of the Clones. What were they called again? Uh, Octopatara droids. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's slashing at those things and then he kind of jumps off, does his backflip. And then while he's doing this little backflip thing, he, he, he does a force push and knocks the thing over, you know, it's just like, yeah. oh man, that's just, that's just cool stuff, you know? And that's, and, and like I said, the action and, and if it wasn't for like, seeing the model of Anakin, obviously you can tell it's animated. I mean, when you watch this stuff and the clones and these bad batch, it's like, you're almost watching movie like quality with the mm-hmm. detail they get with these characters, you know, it's just f- freaking fantastic. So I just wanted to, to point that out. You were mentioning that action stuff. And, and like I said, I just want to piggyback on that. I just love that stuff. So I don't any, any, any other comments on that? No, no, I think that's that's basically it. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, I talked about it a lot at the beginning. It was yeah. it was just such great action. Um, yeah. yeah, I loved it. Um, it's kind of what it's kind of what we're here for, right? Like that's the, <laughs> that's, that's the here. whole that's the whole point of us talking about the Clone Wars. I I was so happy to see it, um, yeah. kind of ramping back up to to what we've come to expect. Um, yeah, it was nice to see a, a proper return to form. Proper, uh, yeah, just proper good yeah. Star Wars action. Yeah, uh, the battle is far from over, however. As uh, here we go, gi- uh, gigantic Octopara droids appear. Anakin and the clones take them out one by one, sending the towering droids toppling onto the dusty ground. The remaining droids retreat to the Techno Union stronghold. So I kind of jumped the gun there a little bit, Mike. But yeah, I just I just wanted to again reiterate what you were saying earlier. Just yeah. great. Great action. Um, you want to finish it out? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, this defeat angers Tambor. We must find a way to recoup on our investment, he says. Meanwhile, the Poltek chief bids farewell to the Jedi, and the Republic heroes begin to board their ship. But Echo stops his captain for a moment. Rex, thanks for coming after me, he says. That's what brothers do, Rex replies. Hopefully, it's going to be just like old times. Now, okay, here's the thing. Some people have been, um, they're suspicious. Yes, of, I know what you're saying, yeah. Of Echo. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. The The no. vibe that I got from, from Echo wasn't um, that he's up to something. That, I think that's, we're on the same page here. I, yeah. The vibe that I got from him was like, he doesn't want it to be like old times. Like he's, exactly. He's been that's through exactly hell. Yeah. He's yeah. been through hell and he's done. Like, yeah. like, and, and it, there, there's a bit of like a, like a PTSD sort of vibe there for me of like, you can kind of sense from him that, that he's upset that, that <laughs> he's, he might have to go back into, into this, this battle. Um, he doesn't want to be a part of, um yeah. so yeah it's that's that that was the vibe that i got which is very different i think from what from what some others were saying yeah you know i'm, I'm totally on board because i i didn't watch this uh the friday i didn't get a chance to watch it and i just kind of scrolling through twitter sometimes you see things about the episode and someone was saying about oh echo and something strange going on with him so after watching i go wait a minute he says you know um uh, Rex goes, yeah, just like old times, like it says here. And Echo goes, yeah. The way he says it to me, I think we're, I totally agree with you. Like, he's like, does he really want to go back to the old times? I don't yeah. think he does. I, th- I think he's just like, dude, I, this is too much. I got to get out of this. You know, that's totally the vibe I got out of that thing. So I don't think there's anything shady going on. I think he's just done. He's, a, he's, he wants out of this. So yeah, we're definitely in agreement there. So, um, but another thing too, I want to mention before we before we end though is the techno union. Um, it seems that to me, and this is probably evident in the movies too. Like they're kind of an, obviously a neutral, somewhat neutral at this point. It seems that they're almost going for the highest bidder, and and it seems like maybe the tech they're using, especially with Echo with the arm and the leg stuff. Like this is the stuff that the Empire is going to use later for. Uh, for Anakin when he turns into Darth Vader. So I don't, am I, am I reading too much into that or is there? No, I, I think that Palpatine was, was, was trying to get it 
from wherever he could, right? Because because the thing you have to remember about Palpatine, what's his goal, right? His he's got two goals, to um, to rule the galaxy and to live forever. Mm-hmm. Those are his two things. So you you see this the the obviously with the politics and everything he is, and and with with technology like the Death Star, that's the focus on ruling the galaxy, right? Dissolving the Senate, creating a weapon that keeps everybody in line, all of that stuff. The 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 flip side of that uh, is um, we look at a lot of these characters. We look at General Grievous. We we look at um, uh, even uh, it's not directly related, but what happens with Darth Maul um, is sort of like like shades of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are all of these elements that we see throughout the clone wars and throughout the, the prequel trilogy. Um, and then even in the rise of Skywalker now that support it, the idea that, that like he has collected as much life prolonging technology as he can. Um, and he's allied himself with these specific groups to that end. Right. Mm -hmm. So like he's keeping the techno union very close because he wants that tech in order to help him live forever. Cause he knows that his physical body will eventually fail, particularly because he's drawing on the dark side. So it's, it, 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 that's going to cause problems. But like you, like you look at it and it's like, you got Camino, you've got the techno union, you've got, um, yeah. um, I, I, oh man, there's something that I'm forgetting. There's something big that I'm forgetting that is from the Clone Wars, but, um, somebody will probably correct me at some point, but, uh, or or remind me, um, but yeah, we kind of see it. We see it kind of all over the place, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of these like mechanical uh, villains and and uh, I, oh, I mean like Trench. Looking at looking at Trench. Oh, and, Trench. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Admiral Trench and like the fact that they yeah. they like he was brought back from the brink uh, with technology and and whatnot. Like they they're just there's so many of these examples in the story of like, oh, there's a piece of that there, there's a piece of that there, there's a piece of that there. And it all kind of goes together into into Darth Vader. Like I've 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 said for a long time that that Vader is the perfect villain. And then throughout the prequels, what you see is Palpatine looking for that character. He's looking for that that tool, that perfect villain, and and the way that George uh, relays that to us is is when we see these three characters separately. We see Darth Maul, who is like the fury and the rage and the anger of the dark side that's in Darth Vader, right? And then we see Dooku in Episode Two, who is the um the 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 uh like the deceitful clever um political aspect of vader which we do, like that is there right like it's like like the element of dooku that we see in vader in the original trilogy is like an empire strikes back when he hires the bounty hunters yeah. right let's do this smart not you know like we tried following them into the asteroid field they lost us Let's bring in some guys, you know, they're, 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 they're despicable, but they'll get the job done. Right. Yeah. Bringing in Boba Fett and and the like. Um, and then further in that movie, we see him, uh, when, when they do catch up with them at cloud city and they walk in and the table is set and Vader is, is standing there. And, and, uh, and he says, we would be honored if you would join us. Right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I, just so like that's that like that like dripping with evil count dooku sort of element and then the most obvious is general grievous who is more machine than whatever he was before man right mm-hmm. yeah. um twisted and evil and and he's lost his soul because he's given up his actual physical body to the extent that he is just a disgusting mechanical monstrosity right and like those three elements come together and create darth vader so this is just extra stuff supporting that journey that palpatine is on um to create that character of darth vader and and it's and it all ties back in like i said especially with with uh rise um 
when we see him attached to that big mechanical yeah. arm. Sure, and it's yeah. very obvious yeah. that like that's what's keeping him alive. Right. Not the dark side. And now we know some stuff from the novelization. Uh, we'll have more details once that actually comes out and I have a chance to listen to it. Yeah. But uh, the idea of like, well, that's not actually the emperor's body. That's a, that's a clone body and, and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, it all, it all kind of connects and weaves together, which is, I mean, that's one of the great things about star Wars storytelling. Right. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I think that we're meant to sort of, draw some parallels because there's there is definitely um a a connection when we see vader in rogue one uh in the in the the bacta tank yeah 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 yeah, and it's just like it's just the pieces right Mm -hmm. and and it mirrors when we're not mirrors but it's it's the same as when we see him being built at the end of revenge of the sith and that aesthetic is the same as Echo, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Echo, yeah. Oh, the yeah. technology that Echo is is infused with looks different because it's the Techno Union stuff as opposed to Republic Tech. But the visual sort of iconography of it, of the like sort of like that like that waistband, and it and that actually connects back in with Darth Maul, who has a very similar look when he's first reconstructed. Um, it's it, yeah there's there are like so many of these little pieces um yeah that's yeah. definitely what i saw was, especially looking at echo and coming off the machines and all that he's like wow it's kind of shades of vader there and, and this techno union they even send this episode like hey you know they're like hey should we tell the separatists about you know our little asset that we lost we're like nah we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna let them know what's going on right now let's just lay low and we'll figure this something out so yeah definitely shady uh, a shady group there, that techno union. And I think it's, uh, they're more, like I said earlier, it just seems like that tech is going to be used. Like I said, later on empire buys their, their tech. And that's one of the ways they're able to bring Vader back. So good stuff. And, and, and Anakin, uh, makes an ally Mike and the pole darks, mm-hmm. uh, in case they ever need that in, in the future. So, uh, and again, like you said earlier, you know, seven, eight, episode as far as eight out of seven eight out of ten not obviously not a perfect perfect episode but uh tons of fun and i had a great time watching it and seeing new things and lining up all these little weave story stuff going on and that stuff with echo yeah there's definitely setting up some good stuff so uh that's it for this episode huh yeah that's it for this week i uh, i uh, yeah we got nothing in the mailbag this week that's partially my fault i i was i was late on getting um I a comment or a, like a post up oh, for yeah, you guys yeah. to comment on. So I'll, I'll do better this week. Um, but, uh, but you guys know, you can follow us on, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can email us, uh, rebelcells at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, and, and let us know what you thought about the episodes and we'll, uh, we'll read that stuff on the podcast and discuss it. But, uh, next week. Oh, I am slacking. I slacked. Uh, I didn't Uh-oh. didn't uh, get the new one into here. It's okay because I've got it in an email, so I'll just read it from here. Uh, next week's episode, Unfinished Business. Uh, while Jedi Mace Windu and Obi-Wan Kenobi lead an attack against the Separatist forces on an axis, the Bad Batch and Anakin Skywalker infiltrate an enemy starship to ensure a Republic victory. That one airs this Friday on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so look forward to that, and we'll be back next week. Uh, as all, uh, sorry, of course, you know, you can stay up to date with all the latest star Wars animation news by heading to rebelcells.com and, uh, uh, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rebel cells podcast. Yeah. Rebel cells podcast on Facebook, on Twitter at rebel cells and on Instagram at rebel cells. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ArcWolf A R K W U L F, and Matt is at the Crankster. That is Crankster with a K. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you guys know we're part of the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Head to thunderquack.com to check out all the other great podcasts in the network. 
And if you like what you hear, you can support us in three ways. First, by going to the podcast player of your choice uh, and uh, and giving us a rating and a review. In fact, if you really want to help us out, go to all of the different podcast players, even the ones you don't regularly use, and leave a rating and a review. Um, it really helps other people find the podcast, and uh, that's how we build our audience. We don't pay for advertising, so it's just word of mouth. Um, so yeah, definitely do that. Recommend it to a friend. Uh, and Hey, if you, if you, if you tweet it and, and, and you let us know, like you include us in the tweet or something like that, uh, then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see that. And, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll do something special for people to do that. Uh, but, uh, uh, the second way you can support us is by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merchandise. Uh, and last but not least, you can head to patreon.com slash thunderquack to uh, make your monthly pledge of support uh, and get some cool rewards in the process. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash thunderquack. We appreciate everybody who supports us uh, in whatever way you can, um, whether it's Patreon, uh, buying merch, or just listening to the show. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week for the episode Unfinished Business, wrapping up our first arc in Season 7. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye.